Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Monday, July the 20th. Boris Johnson has been in Kent today to announce more funding for schools. The Prime Minister visited Discovery School in Kings Hill, joining pupils in an art class where he painted a ladybird and getting involved in some playtime outside. Well, as part of the £4.8 billion package in the first year, each secondary school in the country will get around £5,000 per student and there'll be £4,000 per her primary pupil. Here's what the PM had to say. We're putting a record num- amount into, uh, into schools, uh, I think about £14.5 billion pound package, and we're fulfilling the promise we made in the manifesto uh, to make sure every secondary uh, school pupil uh, gets at least 5000 In fact, we're going further than that, £5,150 uh, per pupil, and every uh, primary school pupil gets uh, £4,000. That's what we said, £30,000 starting salary uh, for every teacher. We're delivering on our manifesto commitments. Uh, we want to see every school in our country get the funding it needs. And, and can I just say, it's wonderful to be uh, here at, at this Discovery School in, in Kent, talking to uh, pupils and teachers, many of whom have kept going throughout the pandemic. And you've got uh, schools now back, some classes back at 97%, and I really congratulate them on that. But also, Uh, pupils and teachers who have kept going, kept learning, kept teaching uh, throughout the whole crisis. So it's it's absolutely wonderful to talk to them today and, and to thank them for what they've been doing. While at the school, Mr Johnson was also asked about progress being made on a vaccine for COVID-19. As you know, there are about 100 uh, different uh, inquiries, different uh, scientific ventures out in the field now. Uh, the UK has got some world-leading scientists engaged in this as the Oxford uh, programme where we, we've secured 100 million doses already. What we're saying today is we're investing also in a couple of, uh, a couple of potential vaccines, one French, one German, 90 million uh, uh, doses that we're, we're going to be investing in there. But I'm, obviously I'm hopeful. I got my fingers crossed, but to say that I'm 100% confident that we'll get a vaccine uh, this year or indeed next year uh, is, alas, just uh, you know, an exaggeration. We're not there yet. If you talk to the scientists, they think the sheer weight of international effort is going to produce something. And they're, they're pretty confident that we'll get some sorts of treatments, some sort of vaccines that really make a difference. But can I be right now, can I tell you that I'm 100% confident? No. That, that's why we've got to continue with our current approach, maintaining the, the social distancing measures, as, as you've seen in this, in this school, where they're doing an amazing job. We've got to continue to do all the sensible things, washing our hands, all those, all those basic things, wearing face masks in uh, confined spaces like on public transport or, or, in, or in shops, all those basic things, and then we'll continue to drive the virus down by our own collective action. It may be that the vaccine is going to come riding over the hill like the cavalry, but we just can't count on it right now. And at Kent Online, you can see a picture from today's visit as the Prime Minister met young fundraiser Tony Hudgel. The five-year-old who goes to the school recently got a Points of Light award from Boris Johnson after raising more than a million pounds. He did it by walking on his new prosthetics every day in June after having to have his legs amputated as a baby. Kent Online News. 
The future of part of North Kent and what it could eventually look like could be decided this week. A meeting on Wednesday will consider four major planning applications. If given the go-ahead, it'll see a new sports centre built in Norfleet and hundreds of homes in Gravesend. An investigation's underway after an attack on a woman in Canterbury. Police searched a car park in Danejong Gardens yesterday after the victim reported being sexually assaulted by a man in the early hours. Two people have been arrested after a man suffered injuries to his face and chest when he was punched and kicked in Ashford. The victim reported being attacked by four men while walking in an alleyway near to a field in Norwood Gardens last Friday. Now, a family from Sevenoaks have raised more than £200,000 to help get their four-year-old boy a potentially life-saving cancer vaccine. Liam Scott was diagnosed with neuroblastoma just over a year ago, one day after his mum, Claire, gave birth to her second child, Kylie. We were shocked and I remember holding Kylie in my arms and I was listening to the diagnosis and I couldn't believe it. We were all, our world literally shattered. It's been a year of grueling treatment. He's had chemotherapy, a six and a half hour operation to remove the tumour, a bone marrow transplant, high dose chemo, radiation therapy, and now he's on immunotherapy. When he was diagnosed, he was given a 40 to 50% chance of survival. And uh, There's a high relapse rate, so if this cancer does come back, uh, he has a 10% chance of survival. So it's been... um it's been very traumatic. He's had various treatments here in the UK, but now his parents are set to take him to New York for a groundbreaking clinical trial which could stop the disease returning. It costs £232,000 and the family have now reached that target. Any more funds raised will go towards further treatment for Liam and other children. Plans to open a homeless centre opposite a primary school in Margate have been criticised by parents. The former Royal British Legion Club on St John's Road could be converted if it's given the go-ahead, but its location near Holy Trinity and St John's C of E Primary has been described as the worst possible place. Police are looking to identify a man caught on CCTV after a woman was left with a cracked skull and broken collarbone following an attack. It happened in Sidcup in May, but police were alerted after being called to a property in Dartford in the early hours of the following morning. It's believed the man in the footage at Kent Online was involved in the assault. Six travel lodge hotels have reopened in Kent. The sites in Ashford, Canterbury, Gravesend, Sittingbourne and Chatham have extra safety precautions in place. It marks the company's halfway milestone of bringing all of its 573 hotels back into use. Meantime, the owner of a Kent holiday park says he hopes their fortunes are turning around as more people embrace the idea of a staycation this year. Henry Cooper runs Elmhurst Caravan Park in Eastchurch on the of Sheppey. He only bought the site last November and managed to open for just two and a half weeks of the season before being told to close due to the pandemic. But he says things are starting to take a turn for the better. To start with, it was very scary. Um, none of us expected, I suppose the whole world didn't expect what happened and it was a frightening situation, uh, not just physically for us but for the economy as well. Um, So it was very worrying times because we didn't see any end to it. But there was light at the end of the tunnel because we're taking all the positives we can from it because a lot of people now want to stay at home and with our phones.
sales have been off the hook since we've been back open. Uh, sales have been great, uh, and yeah, well, it's, it's it's really busy. So it's um, uh, the, the industry seems to be coming back to its uh, getting back on its feet a lot quicker than we thought. Um, and 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 like I said, it's phones are ringing, people are coming through the gates, we're selling, and it's very very positive at the minute. There's a real good vibe about people don't want to leave the country, so they want to, the staycation is the new vacation, and yes, yeah, it's, it's it's good, it's positive. Kent's MPs have written to the company in charge of running the trains in Kent, urging them to bring in a flexible ticket plan for commuters. They say the current season ticket system doesn't mirror what's happening in the workplace, with many bosses offering work-from-home plans. And this week marks eight years, would you believe, since the Olympic torch made its way through Kent ahead of the London Games. While this year's Olympics in Tokyo may have been postponed, we still thought it was a good idea to trawl the archive and remember some of the magic moments from 2012. You can check out all 101, yes, 101 pictures from the time at kentonline.co.uk. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.